Introdosa. <laughs> I almost said hi, Cassie. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Cassie. Hi, creepy people. Yes, hello. <laughs> this is PNW Haunts and Homicides, as always. Yes, correct. <laughs> and today we're doing a smoky case. A smoky case? A spooky case. <laughs> <laughs> Have I already had too much wine? I don't think so. That it's was a, a spooky case. <laughs> <laughs> spooky how this rosé goes to your head. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> so we're shuffling the tarot cards. I put my spooky case vibes into the cards. <laughs> All right. Shuffling is hard. She's not dropping them. Podcasting is a really great medium for people who struggle at life, like me. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Okay, I'm cut. Wow, that was weird. Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to draw this card because okay. it just kind of like it popped off the top into my hands. And, yeah. and here we go. It likes you. Is that cups? Or yeah, like this is ten cups. Of cups? Is an yeah. X a 10? Yes. <laughs> I had to think about that for longer than I'm proud of. But yes. Okay. So Ten of Cups will read the description of kind of what the card looks like. Appearance of cups in a rainbow. It is contemplated in wonder and ecstasy by a man and woman below, evidently husband and wife. His right arm is about her. His left raised upward as she raises her right arm okay so mm -hmm. they're both they're basically just standing with like his arm around her they both have opposite arms up they're like that praising like the rainbow yeah that. it was it was very lengthy <laughs> oh my goodness oh and all right the two children dancing near them have not observed the prodigy but are happy after their own manner <laughs> there is a home scene beyond there is a home in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a stream. It's kind of difficult to see it, but <laughs> okay. So, divinatory meanings, and then we'll see if we have any other um, insight from our other books. This says contentment, repose of the entire heart, the perfection of that state. If with several picture cards, a person who is taking charge of the Quarren's interests. Also, the town, village, or country inhabited by the querent. Okay, so I don't know if that's going to really answer anything yet. We'll have to wait and see. Hmm. Yeah, I'm confused a little so, bit. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the um, definitions of the cards, I just read it and go, well, that's a little arcane. Like, <laughs> what is that? Okay, so Ten of Cups. In the upright position, love, joy, happiness, contentment, Family, security, harmony. The feeling of living a purposeful life. Self-esteem and a sense of connectedness. Healthy and fulfilling... <laughs> Healthy, <Fulfilly>. and fulfilly. <laughs> Healthy and fulfilling relationships in romance, friendship, and or the family. Emotional support and well-being. Stability, especially within the home. Enjoyment, satisfaction, and a feeling of wholeness. I thought that said wholesomeness for a second. <laughs> so wholesome. I mean, kind of this, you know, yeah. it's in that vein. But <laughs> Relationships and group activities are peaceful and harmonious. Occasions for reunion, a possible marriage, oh. or a child on the way. 
Well, this just sounds like like hashtag goals. Like, right? Like this story is going to be so beautiful. And why do I feel like it's not? <laughs> <laughs> Cassie's a big fat liar. So it does relate. And I do know where already. So that's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, it okay. doesn't relate to the entire story, but a little piece of it. So. So I think we got somewhere with that, at least. We Um, shall see. (laughs) (laughs) So today, we are going to be talking about Raven's Manor, which is a haunted-themed bar in downtown Portland. It's very new, I think. Do you know when it opened? I can't remember. Sometime this year. I'm not sure either, yeah. But it is a new establishment. It has been wildly popular, it seems like. (laughs) Obviously, like a haunted-themed bar in Portland. Like, you can't get much better than that. So we're going to start off a little bit with the history of the actual building that it's in, Um, because that's always, like, interesting. I think it definitely adds to the mystery of the place, for sure. So we're not talking about, like, brand new ghosts today. (laughs) Uh, uh, We'll get there. Oh, We will get there in the end (laughs) at some point, but we're going to go through some of the history first. Okay. Yeah. Raven's Manor resides in the Henry Failing Building at the corner of Southwest First Avenue and Oak Street. It's like right next to the water. You can see the water from the building. Yeah. It was built in 1886 and it is named after Henry Failing, who was one of, uh, I wrote the sentence backwards. (laughs) He was one of the first Portland residents and he actually eventually became mayor. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He liked that Southwest waterfront area. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I mean, don't blame the guy. So the building is located in what is now known as Old Town Chinatown, but it wasn't always known that way. Sure wasn't. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> so from the late 1800s to the early 1900s, it was known by multiple different names, and we will go over those. So the first one was the North End, which isn't too bad. It sounds like it could be pretty classy, right? The North okay. End. North End. Um, but it gets worse. <laughs> oh, so the names don't continue on that charming trend. No, they don't. Okay. So the next is Whitechapel, which mm. it might ring a bell for some of you. Um, it is actually a district in a a, a district a dis. God damn it. It is a district in East London, and it was a pretty dangerous and shady area where 11 gruesome murders took place. No. By none other than Jack the freaking Ripper. Shut up. Why are we naming places in Portland after that? Exactly. I was like completely shocked that Old Town (laughs) was once named after the place where... Jack the Ripper did his yeah. dirty, dirty deeds. They're like, hey, you know what might inspire some really cool stuff to happen in this neighborhood? Yeah. Let's name it after the place where <laughs> some of the most famous murders in history happened. So I'm pretty sure, like, it got its name because it wasn't, like, such a great place. Yeah. I don't I think. I felt like that was yeah, intentional. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was also known as, like, Skid Row or the Badlands or the disreputable district, or oh, the tenderloin, geez. which we've heard before. Oh my gosh! <laughs> which I thought was something like really yummy. Which no, yeah. no, no, it's not. Yeah, tenderloin is delicious. <laughs> uh, don't name districts after no, it. No, it's not a good thing. Um, uh. And I'm going to quote this from an article that I found on StreetRoots.org. The article is called "When Portland's Old Town Was the North End." 
by Doug Kank Crispin. It was a suppressed underworld where congregated the flotsam and jetsam of the undercrust. Portland's elected officials and power elite, often one and the same, allowed the vice district to thrive within these confines, as all immoral activity was good for business. Yikes! That is a freaking quote about Old Town. Like, come on. Yowzers. Okay, when is that quote from? Any idea? Um, I so this was from his article and it was written about like that that time frame, which was the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Okay. The article I think was like two thousand nineteen. Okay. Well I was worried that somebody like actually described it that way in 2019 no I'm like, like that's a little rough guys. <laughs> that was the description back in the day okay um right. which is when the building was being built 1886 okay so still not great but yeah it wasn't a great place back then it's day. it's much better now it's not it's nowhere like it was back then. <laughs> <laughs> Not flotsam and jetsam. No. Oh my the undercrust. Oh my god, Portland. Oh, wow. Right? I thought it was so beautiful. I had to read it. <laughs> I am so glad I'm not eating pizza tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Just I can't. So it basically sounds like the police in this area probably looked the other way on most things, I'm sure, in exchange okay. for money or like anything else they wanted. Yeah. Um it was a place full of brothels and saloons and places to gamble. And I wrote brothels twice. Um, (laughs) Really wanted to drive that point home. Yeah. Nail it in there. Um, All (laughs) kinds of like illegal shenanigans going on in this area. Oh, shenanigans. Shenanigans. I love that word. It's my favorite word. Yeah. (laughs) I say it all the time. Um, So there was also rumored to have been tunnels underground in this area during this time used to capture men and force them to work on ships. These are called the Shanghai Tunnels. I don't want to get too deep into this topic because I'm going to cover it on another episode. It's a very in-depth. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. (laughs) It's a very in-depth topic, but I'm sure most people here have heard of the Shanghai Tunnels. I just wanted to mention it because it might come up again later. Yeah. I mean, if I hadn't heard of the Shanghai Tunnels, like if I was just sitting here with a vacant look on my face, like, what's that? (laughs) You'd be like, podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) We're done here. Yeah. So there's not a ton of info on the past businesses that were in this building and any dates of when these businesses were running. Um, I flipping scoured the interwebs, y'all. Like (laughs) I dug way too deep into this building, like way deeper than I ever thought I needed to go for like building history, just trying to find something about what this building was. Oh, geez. (laughs) And all I could pretty much find was that it was a cigar store at one point there's kind of like a drawing picture of it as a cigar store there's not like an actual picture it was a rubber stamp company at some point and it was also an Oregon marine supply company at least during the 50s I know that because I did find a photo that was dated so during the 50s we kind of have a time frame of what the place was it was a marine supply company um there were a couple other businesses listed and one i couldn't find anything that said like where this business was located it said in the information 
This building was like these businesses at one point. It didn't say when. Oh. It didn't say. Yeah. They're so like, we like, don't know when. We don't really have any information. Right? Please stop asking. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I Googled like the different businesses and like the other ones popped up like, hey, this was in this building. Um, okay. This one didn't say like a location or a time frame. And then the other one that was listed, it it said it was in this building, but I Googled it and it was in a different building in Portland. It wasn't in this building. Ah, <laughs> uh, Portland. So I'm like, how? In all of her mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. So like the fact that this is like a historical record site that I'm looking on and it has like missing or like misinformation, I yeah. find it very strange. So now the reason I think that this is so odd is because this building was rumored to have been a brothel at some point um, during this era where, like, all of this shady shit was going down. And it kind of sort of makes sense that there's not record of it being, like, an yeah. illegal business. <laughs> I, think, I think even back then, a lot of those businesses didn't have the same level of record keeping. Yeah. Well, apparently, because I yeah. can't even find out when the marine store, like, the stamp store yeah. was in business. That's um, wild. Yeah. So the only thing I know for sure is like the most recent inhabitants. Those are pretty well documented. Oh, um, yeah. It was home to the McCormick and I can never say this. McCormick and Schmick. Thank you. McCormick and Schmicks for 30 years. Ah, um, so tasty. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever been there. Honestly. <gasps> Man. Okay. Maybe like once. We're going to have life, like a lady but... date out of McCormick's because... Yum. Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to try it. Oh, I've been yeah. to Jake's, which they own too, apparently. Mm. Oh, yeah. I forget so about been that. There. So if it's anything like that, like, yeah, I'm going to like it. So the seafood restaurant began in 1979 and it closed in 2009. It sat there eerily empty, full of its original interior decor for years until 2017. Oh. What? Yeah. When it had a massive million-dollar remodel and became the No Vacancy Lounge, the nightclub closed oh. after only two years. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. God, I forgot that even existed. So oh, it was a yeah. million-dollar remodel, and they closed after two years. And they closed over, like, Oy. disputes for noise complaints. Like, I can't imagine why. Yeah, that's really <laughs> close to a lot of, like, condos and apartments mm -hmm. and... Like, and a, yeah, I don't think those neighbors would appreciate a that. rowdy nightclub. I'm yeah. sure Ravens is more tame than like a nightclub would be. I would think so. Yeah. You don't have as much of that boots and pants and boots and pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oons, oons. Until like, you know, whenever the nightclubs close. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's some bars close too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not like we've been able to go out yeah. an awful lot. Wait, the things close now. We oh. say that like we were like such live wires. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't remember the last time I was at a club. Like, I miss them or something. I've never been to a club. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we're going to cut right. this out so no one knows how much of a loser I am. No, just <laughs> we'll include that that's going to be part of the lady date. <laughs> Nightclubs and seafood. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Okay, so on to the hauntings. We're kind of done with the history lesson now. Okay. So Are on... you sure? Is there not more history that you wanted to talk about? Oh, there's until... a ton more fucking history, Caitlin. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. Oh, 
And but then you I will would just not. like forget to talk about the Hans or mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of like history on the old town and stuff on what it used to be like and it was really really interesting. I'll link oh, everything yeah. for everyone cuz it's a really cool read. Um but no, we're going to move on to the scary stuff. I do not okay. apologize to you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So I actually got in contact with a woman over Instagram and she wanted to tell me about some of her experiences that she had when she worked at McCormick and Schmicks. Her name is Trisha. And when she called me, she actually had another friend of hers that used to work there on the line too. And her name is Monica. Hi, Trisha and Monica. They were very sweet. Thank (laughs) you so much, Trisha and Monica, for talking to me. It was amazing. So they said... It was like a family there, which what? reminds me of the card. Okay. And they said they still get together and they still have reunions. Oh, that's so cute. Even now, right? And the card was all about like family and like yeah. reunions and like sense of like. Did not see yeah. this. I didn't see it playing out this it, way. I okay. didn't think that the card would like be pulling for that kind of thing, but yeah. I have a little theory on it after I'll get to it later. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll We'll get get to to it. it. So they were obviously very, very sad about the closing. They said they got called for a meeting one day and they just knew it wasn't going to be good because the owners had been going through like lease negotiations for the property um, and they kind of knew that that was happening. So they just didn't have a good feeling about this meeting. Oh, no, that's the worst. I know, especially when you're like, it's like your family that you're working with, you know, like you have a home somewhere in there. Yeah, and that's your livelihood too. It's like if that restaurant closes, you got to go find something else to do for work. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, so they basically laid everyone off in that meeting and they closed. Yeah. So when they closed too, as you remember, it sat there freaking empty for years. So like, they they raised the rent too high for this place to be able to afford, but then it's just going to sit there not getting any money. So like, I, I really don't, I really don't understand. Weird. Sorry if you own the building and you're listening to this, but I don't agree with you. Sorry, not sorry. You took McCormick's from us. I know. Not just from us, from everyone. I'm mostly worried about it for me, though. <laughs> but now it's Raven. Selfishly. Now it's Raven. So that's I know, a good thing. Something good eventually <laughs> came out of it. But... Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so they said the place always had a creepy feel, not malicious, but kind of just like you were never alone. Um, they did say the basement felt very bad. And there was an office downstairs that always felt cold and dreary and dark. And then there's also, this is awful. So there was a little closet they had to change in, and both of them hated this little closet. In fact, Trisha said that she would just change in the bathroom because, like, she just couldn't be in there in that little room, which is super creepy. (laughs) Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to change in there either. Changing in a closet either. That's kind of weird. A little tiny closet? Yeah. And they said the break room that was downstairs, uh, they think it's like the doctor's lab now, which if you read anything about Raven's Manor, they have like this little story about this evil like scientist who Ah. like took people down to his doctor's lab and did experiments on him. It's not a real story, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just don't want anyone to get confused. Um, But that room always had like one cold spot in it that felt really weird. weird. Yeah. 
Um, also, they had a piano above the bar. I guess it sat in like a little inlet up above oh, okay. the bar. Yeah. And like during closing, one single key would play just randomly. <laughs> no. Which like, I feel like that's creepier than like actual playing of a piano. Yeah. Like what are you trying like, to say? Ding. At least if they play a song, you can pick up like a mood or a vibe yeah. from that. You're just playing one key. You're mm-hmm. like, I just want you to know I'm here. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> uh, Trisha says the manager told her the place was haunted and she was like really excited to hear about it. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> kind of like me, right? Trisha, I don't understand that at all. I do. I got you, girl. So she says she likes that kind of thing. She's kind of an empath like Caitlin. She can feel things. <gasps> then why does she like it? I don't know. <laughs> She's got both She's, of it going on. She yeah. likes it. She feels She's it. She's just cooler than me. <laughs> Maybe we should replace you. No, I'm just yeah, joking. right? <laughs> no. And we never heard from her again. <laughs> She's in a closet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She says she's just one of those who, like, embraces and loves haunted things. Okay. Um, so the manager tells her that one of the first nights she was closing in the bar alone, that one of the closing tasks was, like, putting the bar stools up on the bar, turning the lights off, and going downstairs to do, like, paperwork. Okay. So she goes downstairs to the office, and she hears, like, a big boom from upstairs. So she goes no, up. thank you. Yeah, right? <laughs> so she goes up to see what's going on, and, like... It's supposed to be empty. No one's supposed to be up there. So she goes up and all of the bar stools are on the floor. And this That's not where they go. No. And that's <laughs> something we've heard before. Like I think it was the Skagway where all yes. the bar stools just like flew off the bar. Yeah. Well, why are we doing that? I know. Come on. Is it no, like thanks. Is it like a ghost conference where they're like, "Hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> They're brainstorming what like the creepiest shit they can do would Let's be. Toss all the bar stools down. I, you know what? I think we're onto something with that. I think so too. Yeah. So she was scared and she wanted to run away, but she wanted to try and like figure out how this possibly could have happened. No, and she you never just could. run away, right? Like she never could yeah. figure it out. Which I is, want to run away right now. Unless there was like a huge earthquake, I don't see why that would happen. Right, and that's yeah. something that you would feel yeah so i mean trisha like good for you trying to figure it out you're like a regular sleuth but well it was the manager this was oh, the, the manager, manager story. okay yeah okay but then after that she just like put the barcels back on the bar and then like pieced the fuck out of there she was done but she still came back to work after that. So I don't know if she's like okay. really, really brave or yeah. <laughs> I she don't know. must be. I might might have quit she's after that. I'm not really a, sure. <laughs> yeah, she's cut a different cloth than I am. <laughs> Even though I like ghosty stuff, I don't know. I don't know if I could deal with that. I don't know if I want it around me all the time. Yeah. Even constantly. if you like it, like going to work every day, just not really knowing if you're gonna have something happen. Mm-hmm. No. No, thank you. Especially if you're like closing alone at night. Like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No. <laughs> so Trisha said that she would always smell like a really strong floral, rosy perfume scent. Um, and it would happen most frequently during closing when no other customers were around. And she would also hear like the clacking of heels on the hardwood floor upstairs. Um, okay. Question. Yes. Can ghosts wear high heels? If they want to, they can do whatever the fuck they want to. I'm just like, what? No. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man, I would lose my shit. Yeah, just kind of like pacing around upstairs, like clack, 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 clack. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> nope. And she said no one who worked there like wore floral perfume that she knew of or like wore high heels because they're on their you're feet your, all day. Yeah, they're not going to be feet. wearing heels. Yeah. No. Um. So that's very odd. And then she felt maybe for obvious reasons that this was a female presence. Um. <laughs> or a guy it, in really weird lift boots maybe i mean like, it is portland you know yeah i mean those could be like combat boots or mm. yeah all kinds of cool yeah. fancy footwear um but she just said since she's she is an empath she usually has like feelings about things she just okay. felt like just it was a, a woman yeah okay i get um, that and she also felt that the spirit was kind of stuck in the building like it wanted to get out but it couldn't oh yeah Man, let them go. I know. Like, get out. Leave. No, they just want to do their thing. They need help. Oh. I guess that's kind of the overall feeling we typically get from spirits is that they're stuck kind of the in-between, you know, living and yeah. moving on. I know that's true. Yeah. That kind of makes me want, like, I mean, I don't want it. I want none of it. But, um, <laughs> no, it kind of makes me want to find a story about a ghost that's, like, yeah, I could cross over whenever I want to. I just don't want to. Yeah, like, I just like hanging you know around, I mean? spooking people. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm Casper by choice. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to haunt people. Yes. So Monica said she also felt like the spirit was female, um, and she would hear the clacking of heels as well. Monica said on her last night closing – after years of hearing this woman pace around upstairs, she wanted to investigate it, and she did. <laughs> it's a hell of a time to start investigating. I know, right? And she actually heard it on her last night. So she went up there to see like, if she could nail down the sound, if she could figure out where it was coming from, and she could not figure it out. I don't like that. I know. So about three to four years after the place closed, Monica had a dream about the building. And she said in the dream, she saw a woman looking out the front window of the building. And she just knew it had to be this woman that they had heard pacing around. Oh, gosh. And in the dream, it felt like this woman was trapped and she was trying to get out of the building. But she just didn't Aww. know how. Oh, honey. I know. Isn't that Aww. so sad? Part of me feels like this card is relating to like maybe this woman felt like they were her family too and like missed them when they were gone you know oh maybe because they were there that for 30 years and if all these women felt like this was like a family place they all loved each other maybe she kind of felt that too yeah. well there's probably been people like of all ages like men and women you know i'm service industry tends to be one where there's like teenagers mm -hmm. and stuff too so it's like they really probably did feel like there was a little bit of like family you yeah. know it's like if there's teenagers working there they look at that person as like oh just like my daughter yeah oh i know and that's the feeling i got from the card was like oh, that was this woman kind of saying like hey you guys felt like my family too and so i'm wondering if she's still there like if she if the Ravens employees now are going to become her family or if she can, you know, manage to move on, that would be great as well. But yeah. she's like, I don't know you guys. I know. We need to get to know each other first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Okay. So if you remember, we're here to talk about Ravens Manor. Yes. 
So I will get to the actual stories about Ravens as it is today. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So I did reach out to Ravens. Um, I contacted them through email, asked them, you know, if they would like to share any of their like stories of hauntings, like from the staff and everything. And they said that they would love to, but we'd have to get back in contact with them in January because they're obviously like super slammed right now. They are swamped. They are. Halloween's coming up. They just opened not too long ago. So they're really, really busy. And they want. it sounded like they wanted to do a little bit more in-depth things. They didn't want to just email a couple quick stories for us to read. So Perfect. we're going to have to do like a part two or like an update for you guys whenever we get those Yay. Raven stories. So that'll be really right. exciting. Um, the only other activity I have heard of from the Ravens employees is that they've experienced some unexplained noises while closing for the night, which is interesting because that's what we've heard <laughs> from the McCormick and Schmick's employees. Consistent. Um, yeah, I'm wondering like what kind of noises are they? The footsteps and like the piano. Mm. I'm so curious. I can't wait to find out. Um, they also said that the motion sensor cameras uh, detect activity during the night when there's like absolutely no one in the building. Okay. Yeah. So there's definitely something there. Like that stuff doesn't just go off for, you know. No. No reason. It doesn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh. There's just one more thing. I am super excited to tell Caitlin. Oh, God. Her face right now. I wish oh you could God. see how she's looking at me. <laughs> Do oh, I look insane? I got the crazy <laughs> eyes on, don't I? I? It's a little bit of a Harley Quinn vibe. <laughs> Let me calm it down. Calm it down. Okay. So I didn't tell her this unless she saw any of the emails. No. She didn't see any of the emails? Okay. Oh, God. So I emailed Unsettling Toys, which is where Raven's Manor got their doll. <laughs> oh the dolls they got the do you remember the uh instagram post of the doll yes. the oh, doll's gosh. name is bellora bellora is a pretty name i know bellora so bellora is not just any doll she is a ballerina doll in a glass case and <laughs> I'm going to show Caitlin the video no. that our very good friend Frederick sent oh. us when he was doing his documentary at oh, Raven's geez. Manor. Okay. You guys will hear from him later on in this episode. Thanks, Frederick. I know. Thank you so much for this video. It's really cool. Okay. He gets a legit thank you from you and a... <gasps> from me. So, Bellora. <gasps> what? She, she's in a glass case, and her head is just kind of dangling down. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> she's just dangling. Um, <laughs> Shit! And it's a doll that they got from Unsettling Toys. Unsettling Toys rehomes dolls that people give to them that they just like feel uncomfortable around. They may be haunted or possessed or cursed or whatever. So, yeah. what? <laughs> How is this an organization that exists? I mean, oh, okay. So many questions. <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. Continue. So basically, you give them their dolls. They give them to people who want the creepy things. Oh, my God. Which, Caitlin is not their target um, audience yeah. here. Yeah. No, I'd be the person <laughs> donating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be the person buying. Um, 
So I emailed Unsettling Toys and asked about this doll because there's no additional information from Ravens. They emailed me back and, oh, they have a story. (laughs) Oh, geez. So I will read you the email that they sent me. Ballora came to us from a lady who bought her at a garage sale. One of her kids loved her and named her. Apparently, once they brought Ballora home, the whole family felt uneasy around her. Even one of the dogs would bark at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> nope. When it was in the same room. Also, Ugh. no matter how many times they placed Belle's head back on, it would tip back off, usually during the night. And no. they say they would get up in the morning and find it dangling. Needless to say, she came straight to us. Oh, my God. So they're in their Instagram post. There's this other doll that they post a picture of and a video of it falling down. And she is located like right. I can't remember exactly She's like at where. The end of the bar. I remember that yeah, video. Yeah, they're in the bar and very close to where Bellora is. So this doll falls down and like her head breaks. Like her head is off and it's broken. Mm, like, I don't like it. What? I don't like it. It's so weird. And then that story about how Ballora, her head just likes to be off. It's like, is she going around attacking these other dolls, making their heads fall off? Seriously. Like, calm down, girl. Well, (laughs) based on my experience with dolls, I feel like, yeah, she's hella attacking them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then there's some there's some creepy stuff surrounding that doll that um frederick will get into in his interview it's pretty it's pretty interesting so oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh that is so bizarre yeah i almost like peed myself when i read that and i was like her head keeps popping off like, oh, my, oh god. my gosh oh it's mm. just perfect okay <laughs> And you love that. I know you oh love my dolls. Gosh. You know exactly how I feel about dolls. <laughs> <laughs> love is one word. You're struggling. There's, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. We've got another promo roll that we are really excited to share today. Have you suffered from chronic boredom? Dude, I'm bored right now. Then try Friends Talking Nerdy. Eight out of ten podiatrists agree. A twice-weekly treatment of Friends Talking Nerdy, which you can get every Wednesday and Saturday at noon on your podcast provider of choice, will cure you from athlete's foot, the vapors, and chronic boredom. Oh, but I'm, I'm worried about what I put in my body. What does Friends Talking Nerdy contain? Friends Talking Nerdy contains only the finest pop culture commentary, well-intentioned rants, and off-color humor, guaranteed to make you smile. Results not typical? Contact a medical professional before starting podcast treatment. In rare cases, listening to the show has resulted in fits of laughter. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm cured! How can I thank you? I have a prescription for that. Friends Talking Nerdy! You guys, we're back. Fun fact, you guys, we are going to be guesting with these hilarious weirdos on Friends Talking Nerdy Podcast. Dude, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love nerd stuff. I love nerd stuff, too. And they have a prescription for that. They do. We need all the prescription meds we can get our hands on. (laughs) 
So we also, even though we don't have any personal stories from the Ravens employees, we do have an interview from a paranormal investigator that we got in contact with that did an investigation at Ravens Manor, and he caught some things. So the things that we saw in the brief clips that he shared with us Mm -hmm. are just so spooky they're unreal. We definitely have to reach out to him and see what um, short clips we can get from him so that we can share that with this episode. But yeah. He's working on his documentary right now. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. So yeah. we will include some of our interview on this episode. You're going to hear it right after this. And then we did talk to him for a very long time. We will have the entire interview up on our Patreon if you are interested in hearing yeah. that. Because he did have some interesting additional stories. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So many good stories. And there, I mean, there are some times where, you know, we definitely went into it talking about Raven's Manor, but we, mm-hmm. wow, we ran the gamut of uh, all of the paranormal stuff. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Having just rewatched a small section of that recently, <laughs> you can tell I'm like wringing my hands and like shaking my head and playing with my hair. And she's very uncomfortable in the video. It's very funny to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, Cassie and Friedrich are having a great time. Yeah. Just with that piece of it alone. And then, you know, they love the content. So that doesn't hurt either. So if you guys would like to see that, go uh, head over and sign up for our Patreon. You'll get the full extended version get of our interview video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cue the interview with Frederick. (laughs) All righty. So I want to hear some ghost hunting stuff. Ghost hunting stuff. Yes. Uh, Just in general, just about Raven's Manor. (laughs) Yes. So about Raven's Manor. Oh, I have a question. Yes. So do you prefer to just be called like a paranormal investigator? Yeah. Is that what it's referred to? Yeah. Paranormal investigator. Um, is ghost hunter kind of like ghost? Well, you know, ghost hunter's fine. Uh, you know, people call me crazy guy who just yells about ghosts all the time. <laughs> <No>. Whatever. <laughs> we would never. Mm, we know, wouldn't yeah. do you dirty you, like that. You, you guys probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, we're here to talk about Raven's Manor, and so you did an investigation there. Yeah. Did you find anything paranormal? There were some things that were definitely unexplained uh, that we captured on camera and off camera that were, um, okay, how can I put this other than it was one of the most intense paranormal investigations I've done in years. Wow. Years. That's awesome. Um, it was, there was some stuff that I wish I captured. There's some stuff that I did kind of capture on camera that I wish I would have filmed better, but at the, in the moment I was more like fight to survive and don't panic. Yeah. Because of what was happening. Wow, it was that intense. Yeah. Ooh, you're going to scare Caitlin and she's not going to want to <laughs> go back with me. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we've decided that probably I'm a little bit more receptive to kind of some of the yeah. paranormal and mm-hmm. otherworldly energy. I just thought I was a scaredy cat. <laughs> to be honest. You just so that makes me deeply. feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I can I can just start at the beginning 
of how I got into Raven's Manor and how that happened. Oh yeah, yeah. perfect. That okay. Very interesting. Um, so Raven's Manor uh, at Raven's Manor on Instagram posted a video of one of their dolls being launched off the top of their bar. It yes. tips over by itself. You guys probably oh, saw it. Yeah, no, we saw yeah. that one. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, you know, you guys need you guys need a paranormal investigator. You guys need a ghost hunter." And they're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, I didn't think that was gonna work." <laughs> It's like nine times out of ten, because like I've investigated businesses before, and we investigated plenty of businesses out here. And I'm like, you guys want to like, you know, promote this at all or anything? Like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. But yeah, so I was like, hey, let's, you know, maybe let's set something up. I, um, I'll come to the bar and uh, we'll just kind of check it out. So they said, sure. So we showed up and got some, got some drinks, plenty of drinks. Nice. And, uh, drinks. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. already. I sat down at the. There's a table. So when you walk in. Um, you guys have been there. There's a long bar to the right hand side, and off to the left hand side when you walk in, there's a set of stairs that go down. Yes, to the bathrooms. Um, yeah, the bathrooms. And then when you kind of go farther back along the bar, there's um a little there's a doll sitting on a couch or chair out there usually. Yeah. So there's a table right next to that. So I so go sit down. I'm sitting there and just kind of like, wow, this place is incredible. Like, look how cool this place is. I love it. Like my aesthetic, finally. Yeah. <laughs> and I just start getting this presence like this heavy feeling like we're being watched and i kept kind of going like what what is that you know and my girlfriend starts picking up on it she's like something there i'm like there's somebody here like they're not they're watching us but i don't know if they know that i know they're standing there (laughs) they're not here here but they're here (laughs) yeah exactly because i was like what are you doing so we got a few drinks and uh one of the owners comes over he goes all right you guys want a tour and I was like, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. do it. <laughs> and they uh, took us down in the, like, took us all over the place, talked about some of the hauntings. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the building was built in 1890, right? Okay. So you would think that a building built in 1890 would have a long historic history, you know, of right. being a hardware store, or, sure. you know, a pharmacist or whatever. All this building things- doesn't have that oh at all yeah. i i've talked to like the multiple county research i've on the libraries there's nothing there's nothing i was having a really hard time finding history on it the only thing we know for sure is that it was called 73rd first street it's now 235 like 7th or something like that um that's it Weird. Wow. and i was like man that's really bizarre but what a lot of people don't know about raven's manor it's directly above the Shanghai tunnels. Yes. Yeah. That is so cool. if you guys go down to the stairs and there's the bathrooms, you look off to the right, there's like a little morgue area, right? It's kind of like it's what it's called their elixir experience. Yes. I didn't get in a that room <laughs> is an eastern tunnel that is was part of the Shanghai tunnels. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> just like Man. Uh, it's fine. You want to get listen? It's that's fine. not the worst part. <laughs> that's not the worst part. <laughs> okay. On the western side, there's an old abandoned elevator, and there's the western part of the Shanghai tunnels. And there's an actual like room you can walk in. They don't know what it was used for, but when I walked into it, I didn't really feel anything in the morgue. It just has a weird vibe. Walked into the western tunnel, and I, I'm like, I want to climb in that room. And he's like, oh, go ahead. So I climb in the room and I'm standing there and I'm like, wow, this is cool. It's all historic, you know? And then all of a sudden I just like locked up 
and it was like I felt like I was standing in a crowd mm-hmm. and I couldn't move yeah. like I was, I was shoulder think, to shoulder uh, n- the jumping into that room not an instinct that I would have ever had but I mean kudos <laughs> I to <would>. you <laughs> that would be me <laughs> you'd be like no thanks just so See, that- fun that is cool I wonder so I talked to two girls that had worked at the McCormick's before Mm -hmm. and they said that they had a changing closet that they would have to use and I'm wondering if like that little room was the changing closet that they used because they said they they hated that room they didn't want to stand in there yeah they they just did not want to be in there at all I I think I know what room that is oh was it not the one that you were in I don't think so. Okay. I think uh, I think it's something else that we're. They I said got it was attacked. like a little closet that they had to change in. Oh, dude, I'm getting. I'm, oh, okay. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. okay. I want to know now. So yes, oh, I too am excited and not at all scared. It's fine. <laughs> She's just gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. just, we're at my house, but uh, just in the background, like you guys have a good interview. We'll yeah. have fun. <laughs> bye. Like, all right, bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um. So yeah, we get some base readings. We get some high EMF spikes here and there. There's nothing really out of the ordinary. I I'm a firm believer in. Um, debunking before calling it supernatural. Sure. Um, yeah. I've investigated <laughs> homes for years and years and years. I've lived in haunted places. I live in a haunted place now. It's Ooh. just, you know, what? you got to know when to, <laughs> you know, be like, okay, that's weird. And then, oh, that was just probably whatever. Yeah, explainable. There was a lot of unexplainable <laughs> in Raven's Manor. Yeah. So you don't think Ooh. that WD-40 is going <laughs> to fix that situation I over mean, there <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get a shotgun with rock salt and just start just blasting around <laughs> in the dark out here like like supernatural yes <laughs> Sammy! And just bam just... oh my gosh <laughs> I, we we have a psychic or a clairvoyant that comes with us and i i was he was interacting with one of these spirits and i said something along the lines of like i'll punch a ghost i don't even care like Ooh. just uh, as a joke, you know, it was a whole series of jokes. And cause the, she said that it was making them laugh. And so oh. I was like, I'll punch a ghost. And then I was okay. like, I'll punch a ghost. I don't even care. I'll fight you right now. And then I started just flailing, you know, uh-huh. and she was like, she, they think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's good. And then everything after that was dead. I was just gonna say. Hey, they're just a living just on a different plane or yeah whatever whatever is going on yeah i don't know i have follow-up questions <laughs> okay <laughs> oh i meant you know like oh. different plane or you know like follow up like, oh where, where that's are they? a whole nother yeah. podcast that's, where dude, are they I can podcasting go on. from <laughs> yeah. from beyond the grave it's like oh shit Ooh. that was creepy oh <laughs> <laughs> i have a whole soundboard man i can go off um, perfect yeah because we, you know, uh, as you know, like to have a creepy ass day. Yes, so. creepy ass day. <laughs> that was perfect. That was good. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> we'll have to do that now at the end instead of our normal voices. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we we go in and we uh, set up right after they. We actually come in right before they closed. Uh, got some dinner, and uh, just kind of got sort of feeling things out. And um, 
it was it was hard to pick up on anything. My clairvoyant like words. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was <laughs> mouth just, words are hard. It's hard. the podcast we say it all curse. The time. Podcasting <laughs> curse. Yeah. Mouth so words are just, hard. Just I don't get it. Um, <laughs> she didn't really get anything at first, and I was like, okay, maybe it's just because we're there's so many people here, you know. And um, I was once everybody left, it was just the staff and the owners. And I go, okay, we're gonna set up our nerve center, which is just a giant flat screen TV connected to DVR cameras, and we set them up all over the place. Nice. And we set one upstairs in the upstairs dining area. We set one near this creepy little back corner thing that they have. You guys probably saw it. Um, there's like a little bar, smaller bar area. I'm gonna set it up near there. Um, then we had one in the eastern tunnel and one in the western tunnel um, areas. And on the way back around, it's kind of funny. Our clairvoyant son came out with us because he's also sensitive, and his name is Raven. Oh my gosh! Kind of that is cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Everybody, everybody was like, "Oh, Raven, that's sick!" <laughs> that's <awesome>. And <laughs> this I was is like, your "Hey, mana. <laughs> yeah." It was uh, just literally all night. Like, this is your mana, good sir. And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. We went down past the elevator shaft. I didn't even know it was there. And we walk into this room as like the old boiler and as like this weird storage room. And I was like, because we were just picking out spots for like for later in the night. And we walk in and we're talking. And then all of a sudden it was just like dead silent. And we look at each other and we go, we need to get out of here. Like we don't need to be in this room right now. Ooh. And it was just that subconscious tickle in the back of your mind. Like, something's here it's and i don't see brain. it yeah it's you get that literally... i don't get that i'm like let's keep going <laughs> i have had so many investigators on my team just like you who just are like yeah, i'll just send it i'll just go in there no fear so we set up all our x cameras i plug them all in and um i do my infamous like opening they go okay i think we're ready to get started you know address the staff you know so I get up and I'm like, hello, Ravens Manor. You know, I'm Fred Stewart. I'm with Doomsday Paranormal Research. We're filming a thing called Hunting the Haunted. And we're here to find your ghosts. And they're like, all right, let's go. But he's all hyped up. Yeah. Yeah. Before I get into that, I must state, did you guys look at the bar itself? Like, I look at it, look at it. So she didn't actually go. I've only know. been, okay. but it was during like you know normal time so i didn't get to like really explore the place okay um i looked towards the bar i didn't like examine it or okay anything, but yeah there's a if next time you guys go <gasps> on the top shelf there's a little ballerina doll in a glass case oh okay her name is Ballora, and i think that's one of the big causes of some of their spirits wow of course it would be a fucking doll of course it's a doll she hates it's always a doll. a doll it's always a doll <laughs> dolls are terrifying <laughs> like for example like there's the haunted doll that sits on the couches out there first mm -hmm. time i went in i was like it's got a negative space around it i don't want to touch it second mm -hmm. time i went in i was like i'll just pick this up <laughs> just like <laughs> you touched it yep oh yeah there's there's some beings in raven's manor it's like what I said when we first when we shut all the lights off and we were getting ready to film and I go when the sun goes down the ghouls come out as above so below and then we went down to the basement and oh, then it was man. all hell broke loose no okay I want to hear about this hell that broke loose no yeah. thank you please <laughs> <laughs> it's fine 
so we investigated for a few hours. Um, we weren't getting anything. Everybody, nobody was really taking it seriously for a little bit. You know, it was more just like, oh, in the dark, having fun, you know. <laughs> and yeah, it was just at first it was kind of like this. You know, it's kind of not what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, I'm kind of bummed out. And so I went upstairs to our nerve center and I sent my girlfriend down with a bunch of people. And I'm sitting at the nerve center and we start, start seeing like orbs and weird things on our cameras. Ooh. And orbs are kind of like one of those things where I'm like, mm, it's kind of strange. It's a dusty area. So it could yeah. be, it could yeah. be. But then in the same video, you were seeing dust fall normally. And then you see this like ball of light come out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So it's, you know. Strange. It's nice when you have something to compare it to. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so we're up top and I don't I don't have a handheld camera running. I'm just sitting there like rating with things out. And the uh owner goes and gets Ballora off the top shelf. Basically from here on out is where everything starts to go downhill. Oh, shit. So she likes her shelf. <laughs> well, it's not so much the shelf, it's what she's in. She's trapped in the glass case. Okay. So you know what a divic box is? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I so just saw it. <laughs> what are you? What are you not supposed to do with a divic box? Open it. Exactly. <laughs> She's in so... the glass case of emotion. <laughs> I'm in the glass case of emotion. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> anyway (laughs) (laughs) we um he goes and gets her off the top shelf and i go hold on let me get a let me get a camera and you know so i can film you opening it just in case anything happens or whatever and i didn't even have time to get the camera and when you guys walk in and you walk past near the uh, there's the stairs up top there's a little table and on that table is a music box well (laughs) he gets it about a quarter of an inch off its base and the music box starts playing oh nope (laughs) yep yep (laughs) so imagine my surprise when we're in the dark and you start hearing no oh my god that's creepy and i just start to slowly turn Uh and i'm like is this really happening so i shine (laughs) my flashlight over and we watch it as it just begins to just continue to spin and play and i'm like okay and then it stops. And then all of a sudden, my girlfriend starts calling on the radio. And she's like, we just had one of the, uh, because they have big freezers in the basement. We just had one of the freezer doors slam. Nuh-uh. And I was like, did you get it on video? And like, well, we got the sound on video. We were right next door. And so <gasps> I went and reviewed it. And we have the sound for sure. Because you hear That's it go. Dunk, cool. dunk. And then everybody goes, who just closed that? Or who opened that? And then they go and there was nobody in there. Oh, well, shit. Of course not. Because people don't hang out in freezers (laughs) i mean anybody who's worked in the service industry knows you go in the uh, freezer to go scream at the top of your lungs (laughs) you go cry (laughs) i'm not saying i haven't done it i'm just saying that you know you gotta have a man that's crazy i was talking about you're talking before about people there's this changing room right yeah previous bar i think i know what room it is so up the set of there's a set of stairs that lead up to the top if you go up and around the corner to the left instead of going up the stairs there's a little room that matches exactly what you said okay and we didn't know nobody knows what it is or what it was used for previously and there's a guy named charlie who was like his friends of the owner and he's really sensitive 
and he's like, Fred, come over here and check this out. Like, okay. So I run over and he goes, go in there. And I was in there earlier before we started filming. And I was like, it was kind of strange in here, but you know, it's, I might just be psyching myself up or whatever. Yeah. And I go in and it was like being electrified, like Ooh. whole body was static. And I was like, mm. oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy amount of energy. And so I run upstairs and they're doing like a spirit box session. And I run upstairs and they go, let me get the spirit box. And then I run back downstairs and I go back in there and I'm trying to make contact. And then the energy keeps building more and more and more and more. It felt like there was thousands of ants crawling all over me. Oh my God, no. And oh. I, I panicked. And I, I have said, to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I got to take this sweatshirt off. And so I, I take my sweatshirt off. I'm like, dude, ugh. And I look up and I just see just the neck and the shoulders down of a person just for the brief second, just that quick. And they were wearing these like brown and like old gray clothes and they're super raggy. And they're, I mean, they were probably like four or five feet away from me. And I went like, what? And then it was gone. And I was like, okay, like it's starting to pick up. And so I go, I'm going to go back in that room and I turn around and I start to walk back towards the room and I feel the back of my hat lift up and someone yank on my hair. Like oh, hard. Geez, that's not nice. I got, I got some hair. Like Rude. It's, that's not okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it was like nice. yank and I was like, ah, and I got, I got pissed. Like I was reacting ah, it like anybody else would. That's the appropriate reaction. Yeah. I mean, it's, you were, I mean, I, there's no other way to react. Someone just ripped on your hair. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, like, what the fuck? You know, I'm getting all mad. Right. And I walk getting back mad in. No one. They, yeah. Uh, and so I walk back in this room and I just, and I'm getting electrified again. And it starts getting really, really, really bad. And it got so bad to the point where me and Charlie at the exact same time started gagging. And he's outside the room. And like, we're like, I'm, I'm on the brink of vomit. And I'm like, I'm like legit about to puke. And I'm like, I need to go outside, you know? And before I could even make that thought of like, hey, idiot, you need to back off for a second because you're about to, something's about to, bad's about to happen. I didn't even get that. It was like someone like unplugged the, like the light, man. I was, all my energy was gone and I started to collapse and I was like, aim for the couch, aim for the couch, aim for the couch. So I aim for the couch, dump my camera, boom. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude. And I got it on video. I just go, oh my God, dude. Oh my God. And I'm just trying to like stay awake. And our psychic, and she, or I, I didn't even hear our psychic until after, but she was talking to the spirit that was in there. She goes, he's not here to hurt you. He's not here to hurt you. Why would you do that? He's not here to hurt you. Oh my and then gosh. I just start, it was the biggest feeling of sadness I ever felt in my entire life. Like, oh. I mean, like the end of Marley and me times a hundred, you know, oh. I mean, tears, felt that. tears. I mean, I was weeping and I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop crying. And my girlfriend's like, are you okay? And everybody's like, you okay? I'm like, you gotta get me outside. You gotta get me outside. You gotta get me outside. And I'm just crying. And they took, there's a little back room behind the bar. And I went back in there. And I just sat in the corner. And I cried for like five minutes. Just, wow. I mean, weeped. And I couldn't stop. And our, our psychic comes out, our clairvoyant comes out and she goes, she says she's really sorry. And she says that she didn't know that you're here to help because she's afraid of men. And she always attacks men. She? Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Oh, honey. Yeah. And wow. I go tell her that it's okay. And that we're not here to hurt her, hurt her. We're here to help her, you know? And she's like, oh. okay, I did. You know, I will. And she goes back in and I was just like, just 
drained of energy. Okay, uh, I just have to wow. say, does anybody think that it's a little bit weird that there's like nothing in terms of history mm-hmm. of this building as yeah. far as you can dig? And then here's this woman who appears super traumatized. Yeah. Who's yeah. it's weird. I might have some Ooh, info. What was this building? I don't know. Well, I have some hearsay, you know, he said, she said. Yeah. Yeah. That the owners told me about it, it that it was um it was a brothel. Brothel. Way back in the day. Okay. Which is why you probably wouldn't see it in newspapers. Yeah. Right? And you wouldn't see anything else about it. They said that a woman had uh, taken her own life up top in the uh, upper area of the bar but when our uh, medium was talking to this woman that was in the closet or whatever this thing is like service station um she said that she like worked there or she was like a manager or something like that like she was in charge and she was just like terrified of men wow i mean if you're a madam are you not probably i mean you've seen <laughs> I mean, some shit yeah been through no, some shit. That's honestly yeah. like immediately i was like wait she's saying that she's afraid of men it's a woman that's in this building and she's like doing these things to, i don't ooh, okay yeah you yeah. you know how i feel about yeah. this i just get like a i don't pretend to be <laughs> like some sort of you know medium but i just you get feelings yeah absolutely feelings and when it happens i'm like it's it's like that quick where i'm like Mm -hmm. this was a brothel wasn't it Mm -hmm. and then he says brothel i'm like god damn yep i don't want to be right (laughs) yeah like i said i can't confirm it because there's no historical evidence other than what you know some some guy told the owner was like this used to be a brothel right but if it was a brothel i mean that would be a probably a building and probably mm-hmm. a specific unit of a building that wouldn't have a lot of records mm-hmm. yeah i would think during that era yeah well i mean i feel like to tell the story of raven's manor as a building you have to tell the story of the shanghai shanghai tunnels mm-hmm. and All the land you know that it's on yeah yeah because it's it's connected to the tunnels like uh like hobos and like the shanghai tunnels bar is like four blocks north like it's right there wow the raven's manor i mean you probably saw it raven's manor is like right next to the river mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. right there you can yeah. basically walk outside and see it i looked at the map that was about as close as i felt comfortable getting so <laughs> so i have some information for you guys Fuck. oh okay. so <laughs> this is crazy yep. so he has the right idea i told you that i talked to two girls that used to work at the mccormick's mm-hmm. and one of their stories, their experiences was hearing a woman walking upstairs in high heels. They would hear like the, the click of her heels walking upstairs. They would frequently hear that. They would smell like really strong, like rose perfume. And then after one of the girls said that she had a dream that there was a woman in the window. She was like looking at the building. There was a woman in the window. She was like trapped inside and couldn't get out. And she just said that she knew that that was the woman that had been in the building that they'd been hearing walk around and smelling her perfume. And they both just said that they, they had this feeling like she was trapped there. She didn't want to be there. So it's, it's very interesting. Hey, Cassie, I (laughs) I have a quick question for you. Um, do you by chance have goosebumps? I do. 
<laughs> We're chill. We got the chills over here. This is crazy. Uh, I run. I run hot. So I'm Same. unfamiliar with the phenomenon that is goosebumps. I'm literally sweating. Like my pits are sweaty, and then <laughs> I have we have goosebumps. Yeah. Um, so we started getting. Um, I got like attacked basically by this entity, and psych myself back up, and I go, "All right, let's get back to it." You know, it's almost a bewitching hour. It's almost three a.m. And a, a couple of people who were taking it more seriously had gone upstairs, and were um, trying to contact this spirit through the spirit box and you know just trying to get something to happen and they got gifted a a coffin and so it's upstairs yeah. right now they said slightly used i need yeah, yeah i need to know more about that do we have more information about the slightly used aspect? i i don't know about that but you want to know someone's bad about that okay what i Maybe. climbed inside of it <gasps> when oh I, I closed the lid yeah, so we go upstairs and, you know, I I go, okay, here's a spirit box. Uh, put the EMF detectors outside. I'm going to put, put somebody put a radio on top. I'm going to have my radio inside. Oh, no, I had the spirit box. That's right. I had the spirit <laughs> box. I go, I'm going to climb in and we're going to do this EVP style. But whatever comes through the spirit box, I'm going to say out loud through the radio. So I can't hear anything because it's n- noise canceling. And I'm in a coffin. And they, okay, bye. they, yeah, they put me in there, and then they put a candle on top. They hooked hands and began to do a seance. Holy shit! While I'm in the coffin, we got on a video. That's amazing. <laughs> while I'm in the coffin, <laughs> and we had gotten the word demon a couple of times, like who's here, demon. You know who's here, demon. You know things like that over and over again. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, through the spirit box. And... I don't care for that either. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> our our medium, I will say, she said that she saw a couple of demons when we were investigating, but that they weren't interacting with anybody. And they were more so like they would be standing in a hallway and everybody would be like walking past and they would kind of like bunch up on the wall and like let them pass and then be like, that's not very demon-y. Like, what? Yeah, they just they're minding their own business. They're it just was... chilling, being demons. I mean, <laughs> if, if that's your MO, are you even a demon? She's like, I just work Bro, in accounting, you, even you know, lift? like. <laughs> They're on vacation, all right? <laughs> Leave them alone. They're trying to relax. <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> got his button up on. And he's like, dude, the vibes are off in here, dude. It's like, yeah. it's you. You're literally a demon. Like, dude, why would you say that? They've been really channeling that. like a dirty heads vibe. I can't help who I am, okay? You're a demon. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. But I climbed inside, coffin closet, seance begins, yeah. and it's right before 3 a.m. It was just perfect timing. In retrospect, probably a bad idea. Will I do uh-huh. it again? Yes. <laughs> uh, it was really fun, but like I like I like I, I was like, okay, you know, demon came through f- for this, demon came through that, or whatever. You know, this came through, this came through, and I hear at one point there was like some like random static noises, sounds, whatever, come through the spirit box, and then I hear this little girl go, "Hi, no," and come Bye. through. <laughs> And okay. so I go, hey, we just had a little girl's voice laugh and come through and say hi. And then I hear like, like people like freaking out. So I'm like, I peek the coffin and I open them like, we good? You know? And they're like, we asked who was in charge. And so I was like, 
Okay, I can close that up again. <laughs> Don't like that. So I think that child that we heard through the spirit box wasn't a child. I think it was something else no. disguising itself. Creepy demonic entity that's trying to lure people in. That's creepy. We, ha after I got out of the coffin, another person went in and we got some stuff. It was kind of slow. And then I set up a chair by itself and set up an EMF detector, a ledger magnetic field detector on the chair. And it started going off. And I said, okay. And I was like, if you're here, can you go off, make it go off twice? So it was like, boom, boom. Okay, so you're here. And and those like are, you know, trying to make conversation because I don't I, I take ghost hunting um approach differently than a lot of people like you see on TV. I'm not like the dude bro Zach Bagans where I'm like, yeah. these ghosts will find them. <laughs> me and my me and my like tap out t shirt. <laughs> you know, like no, I'm like, I'll talk to a a spirit the same way I talk to anybody else. Like a person. Yeah. Because yeah. like, they, they were people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It just, it feels more natural than being like, are you with us? Are you here? Like, I'll, I'll do that sometimes, but most of the time, if I'm making positive contact with something, I go, like, are you feeling okay? Do you need anything? Do you need to relay any messages? You know, what do you need from us? Is there anything we can help you with? You know, things like that. But I go, would you like some alcohol or anything? And it flashes. Oh. Even if it goes off. I go, do you want some whiskey? And it goes off. And so then I set up the spirit box. And one of the people runs down the stairs, pours a shot of whiskey, runs back up. And I'm like, what is this? And she's like, I don't know. It's some like Irish whiskey. I'm like, okay. So I set it up. And I'm like, is that what you wanted? And this voice comes through the spirit box and goes, no. And we're like, do you not like Irish whiskey? Like, what? that whiskey's awesome. Do you want like bourbon? You know, like, what do you want? And then a female voice comes through and says, Vermouth. <gasps> no, they answered vermouth. you. Yeah. That is so crazy. Another voice, because we were contacted, we we're getting contacted by a spirit name. I think it was Jacob or Joshua. It's in my recordings. It's fine. But we go, Oh, do you want Vermouth? Is that what you want? And then like it flashed and we're like, Okay. And we did this for a while. And we went down and I went down the nerve center and it's watching cameras and watching orbs and stuff fly all over the place. And I mean, it was like that all night. And I, because people were really noisy throughout the night because there's a lot of people, there's entire staff. So, I mean, there's people running around doing stuff, yeah. you know, having conversations. So it was like, we're not going to get a lot of EVPs. So last night I'm editing, so I have been for the past couple nights, weeks. And I'm like, okay, like I finally got what I think I'm gonna include. Now I just need to cut everything together. And I'm watching this video. We're up in the bar and everybody's talking, and then you just hear this loud female scream. Ah! Oh my god. And no one misses a beat. No one reacts to it. No one says anything. And so my girlfriend's sitting behind me, like by my little backdrop here, but I usually have that down. I'm like, listen to this. Cause you were upstairs and she's like, that didn't happen. Like we didn't hear any of that. That's so it's crazy. like, what is happening in Raven's manner? Oh so, man. Yeah. We, That's... it's, she's so scared right now. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine. Listen, it's, <laughs> That's the whole thing about Raven's Manor is they they are a haunted theme bar, mm -hmm. but they're actually haunted. But yeah, yeah. it's more than but just they... a theme. It's a lifestyle, man. Yeah, they 
they they do a really good job of making you feel creeped out when you walk in like not in a bad way just in like a oh it's like spooky haunted house way yeah. and then when the lights turn out and you're in the dark and you're like this is real life this is Man. uh we're really here right now huh i'm so jealous like i want to go after hours that is that sounds so amazing yeah you just guys wait till you guys see when i'm done editing this one dude it's gonna be a whole thing i'm so excited to see experience the haunting of raven's manor it's like ooh, spooky it's gonna be like an hour-long special it's gonna be crazy where's it gonna be on youtube probably yeah yeah i might do like a live showing on twitch or something but yes i love um all right. All right. Nice talking to y'all. Yeah, uh, hit me if you guys have any more questions or yeah. need someone to uh, talk to about spooky shit or serial killers or whatever. Always. Always. <laughs> we have so many follow-up questions. Don't you worry. We'll be in touch. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. See y'all Thank later. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks Bye. so much. Bye. Thank you. All right. We hope you liked that interview. It was really fun for us to do. Well, I mean... For, for one of, of us. us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always enjoy it. It definitely gets me in that weird, my spidey senses. Yeah. They're tingling <laughs> all over. <laughs> all right, you guys. It's been fun. It's been real. Um, it's been scary. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we will see you later or we will see you another time. <laughs> totes my goats jobin i fucking love that movie it's really the best all right are we ready to say the real thing we are okay have Have a a creepy creepy ass ass day day. see See you you next next Tuesday. tuesday so for all of you that are listening if you have any true crime or paranormal stories that you want us to share Maybe with the whole Pacific Northwest. Yes, we would love to read them on the pod. (laughs) Yes, we will read them out loud. (laughs) Not just in our heads. Yes. (laughs) They don't have to be from the Pacific Northwest. If you would like to share, email us at pnwhauntsandhomicides at gmail.com. It's all spelled out. No special characters. Super duper easy peasy. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Same thing as the email at PNW Haunts and Homicides, all spelled out, no special characters. Please also rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and check out our stories on social media because our meme game is hot. (laughs) Agreed. And if you agree, like Caitlin, you can also find us on Patreon and support the show. Bitchin'. pizza we were just talking about people throwing pizza into portals to different dimensions that's true (laughs) yeah yeah it's like some stargate like fantasy what the hell that's what i said we were 
just talking about portals and some guy was like I need to throw pizza in there to the beings on the other end in case they don't have pizza because that's important and (laughs) here's the thing to me it's like isn't it a little presumptuous to think that we're the only like advanced and or civilized society that has pizza yeah that's fair yeah I feel like that's the first problem. They I probably have, have something mm-hmm. better. They're like, what is this trash? We don't yeah. oh, you have pizza. We have this reptilian uh, pizza <laughs> grease. And you're like, exactly. oh, that sounds 